Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good afternoon, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show. And uh, yeah, I'm not Bradley. (laughs) I'm Tim. I'm filling in for Bradley today. He needed a little time off because he's doing a bit of traveling. And so I'm filling in for him today. I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. We're going to use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. And so with that said, if you want to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of GCN or any of the other radio stations that are carrying the Sons of Liberty, and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com, and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The left side is our live show right now. Click on that. Blow it up on whatever device you've got on there, and then click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right, and you'll be joining us there in the chat on Rumble. And then the right side is this morning show with Lynn Taylor. That's our uh, Rotten of the Core Wednesday show where we uh, expose more of the usurpation of the government. They're not just using education. I call it indoctrination on our kids, they're targeting us. They're targeting our homes. They're targeting our jobs. They're targeting where we're going to rent our house, how we're going to have uh, whatever, the social credit score and all this nonsense. It's a total usurpation of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments because we never gave them authority for that. If you want to check that out, do that as well. Also, while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. It's right under the morning show where the morning show is there. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, You'll get your first one tonight. And... um, 
Yeah, one email a day. And then if you want to sign up for a radio one, which comes out on Saturdays, you'll know what the ministry's doing. You'll get Bradley's article for the week. And you'll get a very special deal on a product out of the store, which, by the way, this week we're highlighting the uh, To Spit Against Heaven uh, DVD, which is normally $30, no, excuse me, $20. But if you use the promo code SPIT, that's what you use, okay? You'll get uh, 30% off of that, and that's good through this Saturday at midnight. And then if you want to help us out and support the Sons of Liberty and what we do, both on Internet, on the radio, and out among the people in the States, then there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. And also, if you'd like to partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty, you can do that as well. Um, and uh, we appreciate all your support, both prayerfully, financially, and you guys coming in or tuning in every day. Uh, we just really appreciate that. A couple of headlines, and I'm going to jump right on the topic, and we're going to bring our guest on about the half-hour mark. Um, so... Uh, let me hit a couple of these. This is from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Klaus Schwab's minion, Yuval Noah Harari. I mean, this is, a, this is a wicked Zionist if you've ever seen one before. The rise of technology will make humans, quote, unnecessary and useless. Quote, what do we need humans for? <laughs> ah, well, this isn't a, um, a statement of love for your fellow man, nor with regard to your creator. In fact, you'll see in the videos that are there, uh, he mocks the creator. He thinks he has a more intelligent design than God himself. Uh, boy, this guy's full of the devil is what he is. He's a son of perdition. Uh, also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. All governments share this problem. Take your, take your time. It's only about four minutes long. Go over there, read the short article, and then watch the video by Matt Trujillo. He's the author of The Doctrine of Lesser Magistrates. And uh, listen to what he has to say about this. All of them share the same problem, and it's the direct opposite of what Americans are told, that man is basically good. No, man is basically sinful. He is basically bad, thus the need for a Savior from sin, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if we know that, we know the temptations that come to men. We, we must seek to protect men from that very thing. Now, today I want to uh, hit an issue mainly because it's right here in my own home. And I don't mean my home here. I mean my home in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The Convention of States people, and again, I've said it before, I think some of them mean well. I think they want to do the right thing. I think they want their country back. But they get caught up in this propaganda by people like Mark Meckler, Michael Ferris, other people in this in this group, and I have people all the time go, well, "What do you think about convention states?" What do you? Well, I'm going to tell you, and we're going to discuss that uh, in this hour. One of the things that I'm going to do after we come back from break is I'm going to read to you specifically what I said to the uh, South Carolina um, House Judiciary Committee just a few years back in front of Michael Ferris and his buddies who were there, too. They were there to speak, uh, to push Convention of States, and we shot it down. Now South Carolina, the House and the Senate, even some of those guys a couple of years ago who were against a Convention of States, signed on to it, pushed it through, and now it's on our governor's desk. Governor McMaster, the same guy who, in 2018, okay, said he opposed an Article 5 convention. However, when I called this morning to find out if Mr. McMaster is going to sign that resolution, I was told, well, he hasn't made a decision on that, and are you calling to veto, want him to veto, or do you want uh, something else, or are you want in support? And I said, well, I'm obviously vetoing, but you're telling me the guy's got it on his, it's there, but he won't sign? Come on, come on. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you want to call in, 1-866-582-9933, 1-866-582-9933. See you on the other side. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean here at the SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, here to introduce you to our new friends at Herbonomic. Have you been searching for all natural health products you can depend upon? Herbonomic Special Menu has all natural health products that you can trust. Our friends at Herbonomic have done their research and to ensure that they only source the highest quality products that they serve to their customer base. Visit us at H-E-R-B-A-N-O-M-I-C.com. 
As you listen to the show today, you're probably thinking, how can I be a part of changing culture and restoring this country for our posterity? Well, we at the Sons of Liberty have an answer for you. Pick up the phone and call radio stations in your hometown. Tell them you want to hear the Sons of Liberty on your AM and FM stations. Help us multiply the message that we deliver to the nation every day. And equip your community with the truth that is protecting our liberty for generations to come. Remember, we can do this together. Bradley Dean and the Sons of Liberty are fighting the good fight of faith to make sure that freedom is preserved for our posterity for generations to come. Through our radio program, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and our media website, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, we are reaching the masses both nationally and internationally with the message of the gospel and the truth of our biblical and constitutional heritage. At SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, you will find out how to book Bradley Dean to speak at an event near you, how you can support us in reaching America with this uncompromising message, and how to become a son or daughter of liberty where you can financially support the work of the Sons of Liberty on a monthly basis and join with us in this fight to restore our nation. Check out SonsOfLibertyMedia.com as well, which has all the important news and information going on in the world today. There you will find the black and white truth without all the lies you'll see in the mainstream media. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, informative, easy to use, and a little fun too. Two sites that will change your life. Visit them today. You trust your mother, right? She's always taken care of you and always tried to give you good advice when you ask for it. And sometimes even when you don't. Well, even though she might not mention it, mom very likely has neck, back, and shoulder pains. And she needs relief. So trust this good advice. Give back to mom this Mother's Day with quality products from Sunny Bay. Like our disposable heat patches. They're back in stock now and target neck and shoulder pain in adults of all ages. Or our extra long neck heating pads. They provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs. Mom can heat them in her microwave and they come in a variety of colors and patterns. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews on Amazon when you search Sunny Bay Heating Wraps and shop now in time for Mother's Day. There's no shipping delays from Sunny Bay. Find us on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and sunny-bay.com. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Neck Wraps. Order now because stock is high and shipping is fast from Sunny Bay. Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, one 9933 if you want to call in. Uh, i got somebody on hold, but I don't have a name up, so I'm going to hold on to you for just a second, whoever that is, uh, on online. Here's, here's something that I presented, uh, and it'll take me just a few minutes to go through it. I'm going to put it on the screen for those of you in the view, viewing audience, and uh, we're going we're gonna, to um, go through this, and then I'll take Cody from Illinois. This is what I told the uh, South Carolina... House Judiciary, when I had the chance to speak on an Article 5 convention, okay? And I had the video, but that got dumped uh, when I lost my YouTube channel, So I, and I can't even get it off the South Carolina website anymore. When the Pilgrims arrived in America, they formed the Mayflower Compact, a mission statement of how their culture and their government was to exist. That compact stated clearly that they settled for the glory of God and the advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I cited part of it. In the name of God, amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subjects of our dread sovereign Lord King James, by the grace of God, of Great Britain, France, and Ireland, King, Defender of the Faith, etc., having undertaken for the glory of God and advancements of the Christian faith and honor of our king and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia, do by these presents, solemnly and mutually, in the presence of God and one another, covenant and combine ourselves together into a civil body politic for our better ordering and preservation and furtherance of the ends aforesaid, and by virtue hereof to enact, constitute, and frame such just and equal laws, ordinances, acts, constitutions, and offices from time to time, as shall be thought most meet and convenient for the general good of the colony, until which we promise all due submission and obedience, and then they, they round that out. And then I continued with this. America began as an explicitly Christian nation in culture and government. Years later, she continued to exist until the period following the Revolutionary War, the War for Independence. At that time, she abandoned her first constitution, which was the Articles of Confederation. According to Articles of Confederation, it required unanimous consent of all 13 states in order to amend that constitution. Okay? 
However, even though delegates had instructions from their states not to do anything but amend the Articles of Confederation, they chose to go the route of rewriting in secret without any press, one that allowed for three-fourths of the states to ratify to become binding. And that's the one we have now. Uh, I believe that's in Article 7 where that is located, where the three-fourths issue is. Uh, where that comes up to amend it. This is the one um, that's very problematic there. Actually, it's Article 5, excuse me. At the time of the convention, Patrick Henry, the guy we love to quote, give me liberty or give me death, said, I smell a rat when they went to do this, okay? When they went to uh, establish a, a constitutional convention. He knew that centralization of government would eventually lead to tyranny, and time has demonstrated it to be true here in America. When it comes to an Article 5 convention, we're not denying that it, you know, that it exists in the, in the Constitution. We're just saying this is not relevant to dealing with tyranny. That's, that's the point. But when it comes to an Article 5 convention, there is much to be concerned over, since it is Congress that calls the convention, not the state's. According to Article 5, the states petition Congress, they make the request, and Congress calls the convention, and we have documents from some of, well, I think it was uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice, the late Antonin Scalia, who talked about the fact that the Congress would be the one setting the rules for this, not the people. That would be the people. That would be their representatives. Okay? Now, I don't seek to judge men's motives except for those who tell me their motives. However, I will say that I believe there are indeed patriots who wish to pursue an Article 5 convention, people who are fed up with government overstepping its bounds into their lives. They're sick of representatives who will not stand up on their principles, but will compromise in order to get things done, things, I might add, which are often unconstitutional and fringe on the rights of the people. Yet Americans continue to elect them. So who's at fault here, really? We are. We're the dummies who keep electing those guys. I received an email, at this, and this was at this time in 2015, I received an email from the vice president of a large conservative outlet with many websites who told me, join the fight for an Article 5 convention to fight against federal tyranny. And I had one question for him, which he could not answer. When in all of human history have words stopped tyrants? They haven't. But they just not stopped tyrants. You get a tyrant in, in position, it comes down to fighting. That's just the, that's the, that's the history of man. By definition, a tyrant is a lawless man. In our case, at this time, we had Barack Obama, we've had um, Donald Trump, we've got Joe Biden now. Okay, All of these guys in this position in the White House. And they're lawless and we've got plenty of people who are complicit in their lawless, lawlessness, our representatives, and I don't see any articles of impeachment being advanced to remove these men or calling for their persecution, or prosecution, not persecution, but prosecution. It's not new. The federal government has been ignoring the Constitution for well over 150 years. Abraham Lincoln being the supreme usurper of the U.S. Constitution. Those of you guys who think Lincoln was such a great guy, you really need to do some history on him. You really do. This guy was a wicked man. He wasn't a godly man. He was a wicked man. Look at what he did to some of his soldiers, leaving them to starve. Look at what he did to the, all in the name of preserving the Union, trampling over the rights of the people. And part of that right is the states is they could secede. They seceded from Britain. Don't give me that, that we can't secede nonsense. That's just nonsense. That's what it is. Take a look at the Bill of Rights. Tell me there are numerous laws on the books in the federal government that violate every single one of them. So we have the law of the land, and it's being undermined by laws that Congress writes. The only way to deal with tyranny is to bring justice upon it, something we haven't done. Article 5 proponents want such things as a balanced budget amendment. It sounds good. Parental rights amendments. That sounds good. Term limits. It sounds good. But all of them... in interject language that we know they've used before that's in our Constitution and they twist it and manipulate it because that's what Marxists do. They do that to get their way. Why would There's nothing in there about parental rights. Those are things that are to us under the Ninth Amendment and the Tenth Amendment. And stop and think about it. The BBA does, doesn't stop unconstitutional spending. It actually legalizes it. 
along with more debt. All the states have to do is you get 51 more states, and they say, yeah, we need to, we need to get some more debt. We need, to, we need more money. And how many states are taking federal dollars? All of them. Not a single one of them tell them no. So when it comes down and they need to raise the debt ceiling, they need to spend more on unconstitutional things because they're not stopping them now, what do you think those states are going to do? They're all going to chime in and say, yeah, we've got to have this money, man. We've got to have this money. Or consider the Parental Rights Amendment. Same thing. Michael Ferris says, oh, we've got to have this because I fought the Supreme Court and this is language that's recognized. Well, then why do you have to keep fighting it? If it's recognized, if it's understood, why do you want to put that in there? And we dealt with that as well. And again, that language can be twisted just like the general welfare clause. As for term limits, it sounds good, but doesn't solve the problem of an uninformed public that votes a party line or a popular name. Having no idea what the person actually believes, does, or their record, consider what many learned afterwards about Barack Obama, or what many continue to be ignorant of concerning such people as Mitt Romney, or Donald Trump for that matter. Term limits don't fix our ignorance, and we can't expect to be ignorant and free at the same time, Thomas Jefferson said. The rightful remedy for federal tyranny, hear hear me well, according to Jefferson, that's Thomas Jefferson, is interposition, that is the state putting itself between the citizens and the federal government, and nullification, the state coming along saying, wait a minute, that law you just passed is unconstitutional. Here's a law, we're striking that. You're not, you're not coming in our state and enforcing that, and we're going to stop it. And we're going we're gonna, to uh, haul you off to jail if that's a problem, okay? All right, real quickly, because um, I'm going to have to jump down here because my time is fleeting fast. Why should we trust an Article 5 convention where a plethora of amendments are already being drawn up, even an entire new constitution? And they tell us, oh, it can't be a runaway uh, constitution, convention. As a matter of fact, they won't even say it is that. But I've got the documentation, you can see it in the Wayback Machine, where Mark Meckler, the guy spearheading all of this, was the guy who came up with the website concon.org. And in 2011, he, along with people like Nick Dranius from the Goldwater Institute uh, and other people, even the guy from the Young Turks, right, that guy, he was there, and they were calling it a constitutional convention. And when the people found out about it and they exposed them, they started changing their language because they want to market it, okay? John Adams said that our constitution was for religious and moral people. It was wholly inadequate to govern any other people. George Washington said religion and morality are indispensable pillars and somebody can't call themselves a patriot if they want to remove those things. My contest was we've abandoned our God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his place, we substituted a beast government that is being tyrannical upon us. Uh, When we come back, I'll take you guys up on the call real quick before we bring Evan Mulch up on the other side. 1-866-582-9933 and sonsoflibertyradio.com, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Hang on through the break, and we'll see you on the other side. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Cases are ticking up as we thought they might. But now, thanks to the foundation we've laid, America has the tools to protect people. President Biden's comments at the White House a short time ago, Biden also unveiling a new government website, COVID.gov, which will allow everybody to get information they seek about the ongoing pandemic. 
Some members of Congress feel the Biden administration should be doing more to support NATO allies and Ukraine. At a House Armed Services Committee hearing on national security challenges facing Europe, ranking member Mike Rogers says forgetting about our allies creates more problems down the road. Time and time again, this administration has been petrified of Putin, too afraid that common sense actions to support our partners and allies may be deemed escalatory. Rogers, a Republican who represents Alabama. And you're listening to USA Radio News. A U.S. official says it's believed that Russian President Vladimir Putin is being misinformed by advisors about how poorly the Russian military is performing in Ukraine. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken commented on the matter while in Algeria. One of the Achilles heels of autocracies is that you don't have people in those systems who speak truth to power or who have the ability to speak truth to power. Uh, And I think uh, that is something that we're seeing in Russia. A new poll is out regarding the confirmation of President Biden's pick for the Supreme Court. Two-thirds of Americans said if they were senators, they would vote to confirm President Biden's Supreme Court nominee, Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, according to a new Marquette Law School poll published on Wednesday. 1,000 people were polled between March 14th through the 24th. It should be noted 837 of the interviews were conducted before Jackson's confirmation hearings began. Lance Pry reporting from the West Coast News Bureau. You're listening to USA Radio News. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. the sons of liberty and uh, i'm going to take these two calls real quick and then we're going to bring evan uh up and uh first up is cody cody from illinois hey man what's going on hey good afternoon um i didn't quite understand your on the uh they need to be ratified the amendments i didn't quite understand what the concern is you know everybody has these concerns about a runaway convention but if three quarters of the states have to ratify it I don't understand everybody's concern. Well, let me put it this way: before and the first con- constitution, you had uh, you had to have unanimous, right? You had you had to have all thirteen states on board. They knew they weren't going to get it, so they wrote a whole new constitution and they wrote in there: all we got to have is three fourths to do it. Well, what's going to keep them from pushing one of the three, four, five constitutions that they have and saying, "Hey, if we get fifty, if we get twenty six states to do it." Uh, then we go to that one. What stops them from doing well, that? Well, a new a new contract's not valid until it's you know signed by the old you know the old contract terms. So they, I, I, I I'm a little unclear on on the previous ratification of the 13 states because some people say that they gave you know the committee the right to ratify and the legislature didn't ratify, and then other people sound like say that they actually did ratify because there was this argument over the Bill of Rights. So I'm not 100% clear on that. But, you know, I will point out that Patrick Henry, they they committed fraud against Patrick Henry. They said he was for the Constitution. He wasn't. You know, that's the, right. the, the, the reporters of the day, and that's important. You know, all you ever hear about is, uh, what's the one famous quote of his? I can't think of it offhand. Oh, yeah, the, that's all yeah, the ever, one I mentioned before, yeah. Yeah, that's all you ever hear about him. But if, I would urge everybody go look up some of his, you know, the commentaries on on the Constitution. One of his big ones, I think it was him. Also, Lysander Spooner is interesting to read up on. But yep. one of uh, Patrick Henry's, you know, big comments is, you know, if there's no penalty in the Constitution, how how can we expect it to be followed? Yeah. There is no. That's that's kind of a profound statement. There's no real penalties 
in this Constitution. And, uh, you know, 2,000 gun control laws, but supposedly got, you know, gun rights. So you need a permit. You know, the, the forefathers were clear, you know, no peace of, uh, peaceful citizens will never be denied the right, you know, to bear arms. So as long as yeah. you've never committed a felony, you shouldn't need a permit. You know, you should never need a permit. You've got it. They can track you on a computer anyway. If you had a felony, okay, I can understand you shouldn't have a gun on you. But it's just, uh, anyway, my thought is, is we need a constitutional amendment to close Congress. How about that? What do you think, Tim? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think we're on the verge of Declaration of Independence, uh, where Thomas Jefferson said we need a dissolve. I mean, the 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 the, the um, uh, things that they're doing to the people and to their rights and the spending and everything else that's going on is far beyond what our forefathers tolerated out of King George. Uh, I got to go, Cody. Thank you for the call. I'm going to pick up Bob here real quick. Yep, good to have good to have you on, Bob from Texas. What say you, man? Hey, Tim. I love you guys almost as much as Alan Keys. <laughs> and, and anyway, I've got a solution to your tyranny, term limits, con con, and voter fraud. Okay. So the first thing we got to get to is the first sentence: the laws of nature and nature's God. That defines the limits upon which man may not infringe. We got to get back to that. So we have to get our protesting Protestants and their preachers to know that and stand firm in the liberty of the Lord. Amen. Okay. Now, on the con con, you look at the last sentence of Federalist 85, and uh, where Hamilton says, I dread the more the consequences of new attempts, yep. because I know that all caps. Powerful individuals in this and other states are enemies to a general national government in every possible shape. Yep. So anyway, and then the the uh, the third thing is is the way we get term limits is uh, there's a guy here in Texas that does the five star plan, which is basically what it's only in Texas what Dan Schultz is doing nationwide with the precinct project. Right. We here in Smith County have got 72 precincts. Like three dozen of them are empty of chairman. And once you get some protesting Protestants in there, that's when you can change, and that's when you affect what goes on the ballot locally and above eventually. So, uh, and then on um, voter fraud, I'm inserting that. We had a uh, thing last Thursday with uh, Dr. Frank, who's helped Lindell and Trump. Um, talking about voter fraud. So what I would, and we had just a ravenous crowd stayed till like 1030 that night. And uh, what I would like to see is those people are all amped up. Uh, if he did it like on the night before a commissioner's court meeting or a school board or a city council meeting, and then you take those people that are all amped up and go to your commissioner's court and present them with just three minutes times 20 people hmm. uh you know the arguments against machines because until we kill the machine we are going to be six feet under i totally agree i totally agree bob i gotta go because i gotta bring evan on thank you for calling in and thank you for your comments uh i've got evan malt she's a friend of mine here from the great state of the u.s occupied state of south carolina and uh, he is with uh he's with john bird society and evan it's great to see you man Hey, great to be here, Tim. Oops, I'm, on the, I'm on the wrong thing there, brother. There he is. Okay. Um, well, listen, I asked you on because in our state of South Carolina, what we've got now is we have the House and the Senate have sent over a Convention of States resolution, a bill. Uh, I guess this will be their, their uh, application, if you will, for an Article 5 convention. And, uh, you know, I was making mention before that in 2018, uh, Governor McMaster opposed that. I called this morning, and I tried to find out, hey, what's he going to – well, he doesn't know yet. You're telling me the guy's got it. It's going to be coming to his desk, and he doesn't know if he's going to sign it or not? What's your perspective on what's going on here in South Carolina and why? Well, I don't know what Governor McMaster's going to do. There's a lot of political pressure on on both sides for him to do um, one or the other. And so – uh, the, the key is, is for there to be enough pressure where he can make um, a decision to, to veto the bill. And I think, uh, I think in his heart he wants to do that. But, you know, he's just like a lot of other people that are elected. You know, they, they want to be reelected. 
And unfortunately, in conservative circles, the idea of calling an Article 5 convention has become very popular. Uh, every conservative talk radio host seems to be on board with it. Um, our, our Republican congressmen, for the most part, in South Carolina are on board with it. Uh, we've got Lindsey Graham, uh, U.S. Senator in South Carolina, also for it. Uh, Jim DeMint also works behind the scenes supporting it. So we have quite a political machine that's that's working towards calling this Article 5 convention. And I think, you know, yesterday, uh, Governor Beasley, former governor of South Carolina, actually had a press conference where he had United Nations flags outside uh, in front of the Capitol with them. And he was begging uh, South Carolinians and, and other Americans to uh, send money to the United Nations so that they could feed people that are hungry. And I know there's a crisis going on right now because of the war. Uh, but I, I think it's quite significant on, that on the same date, there were United Nations flags being flown in front of our Capitol while um, the House officially passed the, the a Convention of States resolution. It's not a bill, it's a resolution. But they officially passed it to uh, to be sent to the governor, and so we, we are under a, a state of tyranny right now, and a lot of people are fooled. And to answer Cody's question, the caller from Illinois, he he wonders what the problem is since there's three fourths of the states that need to ratify. I, I always ask people, do you like the sixteenth and seventeenth amendment? Because supposedly those were ratified and added to the Constitution properly. And, you know, that can be disputed if you look at history, whether or not they were ratified properly. But they are in our U.S. Constitution today, and that is what it's currently obeyed. And so for those that say, what's to worry if we have to get uh, 38 states to ratify whatever's passed at the convention? Well, you know, the 16th and 17th Amendment haven't really worked out very well for us. Those are both communist planks. Well, yeah, that that is that is a that is a good point. Um, additionally to that, we can also talk about the fact that we can see the there have been several guys who have come up with brand new constitutions. Uh, one of the legal team members for Mark Meckler and the Convention of States even has one that's. I mean, it's terrible on its issue to protect the rights of of the people for guns. Doesn't even make mention of militia. And uh, and yet he's supposed to be conservative. He's supposed to be a constitutionalist guy. And these are people advising uh, Mark Meckler and his his bunch. And, you know, here's the thing. Who would you trust to go in now? Evan, can you name one person that you would trust to send uh, to a convention like that to to push or to, or, or advance some kind of amendments? Can you name anybody who has any kind of moral character that will do that? I think I can name one congressman, and his name's Congressman Thomas Massey, yeah. but he's the only one. Yeah, I mean— I, I, I won't even support Rand Paul going to this convention. I can say that. He's, he's actually a supporter of the Convention of States, although he's not a vocal supporter. But if, if you look at the record of Thomas Massey, he is a constitutionalist, and, and there are some things I would whittle out of the Constitution, such as the 16th and 17th Amendment. But— I don't trust there to be a convention of people that would actually do this. I, I, I trust that today's convention would argue between term limits, balanced budget amendments, and then, you know, the change of the Second Amendment for that, for those two things. And re in reality, the term limits idea and the um, balanced budget idea, those are both anti-American. Uh, if if we needed a term limits on our Constitution, the, the founders would have put that in there. In fact, they already knew that term limits were horrible for a constitutional republic because they lived through that when we had the Articles of Confederation. There were term, term limits. And balanced budget amendments, we've seen what they've done to states. I mean, it just, it just you know, what it would do to the U.S. Constitution it would, is it would legalize unconstitutional spending. So what they've basically done is they've, they've given us solutions that aren't solutions, and they've fooled a lot of Americans that call themselves conservatives. And it's it's very unfortunate right now. Amen. Uh, Evan, hang on for us. We got a break coming up. Uh, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Be right back. Final segment coming up.
At the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. All we do is made possible by the generosity of faithful supporters like you. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call one 866 or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses like this. Hi everyone, this is Pete Santilli. As a political prisoner of the Obama administration, I was the long held journalist in American history. I received so much support from Bradley Dean, Tim Brown, and the entire Sons of Liberty Radio family. I'm forever grateful to Bradley, Tim, and most importantly, the listeners of Sons of Liberty Radio. Thank you for your unwavering and steadfast support. Become a son or daughter of liberty at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Stock market have you nervous? With geopolitical conflict and inflation concerns, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you don't have to. Learn to trade with artificial intelligence. Text the word DEMO to 813813 and discover how to predict stock market trends up to three days ahead with incredible accuracy. Whether you trade stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text DEMO to 813 813 to get what you need to stay ahead of the markets and find big moves before they happen. Don't wait. Text DEMO to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting DEMO, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash terms and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, and uh, this is our final segment, and on the line here, on Zoom with me, is Evan Maltz with JBS, uh, John Burke Society, and uh, Evan, you know, going into the break there, some people would, I think most people out there would, would go, hey, we want term limits, we want to get these bad guys out, but what they don't realize is that if you get somebody out that's bad, that's great. But the same people that put the bad guy in there are going to be the same ones electing that person back into office so, or electing another person just like them back into office. So we've got that. And again, I kind of go back to we already have term limits. It's called the people. But the people have to be informed. One, they got to know their constitution. Uh, two, they – well, first they should know their Bible. Let's put it where it goes first. They should know their Bible first. Then they should know their constitution and declaration of independence. And then they should be educated about those people that they are putting into office. They should see whether or not they're men of good character. First Timothy 3, Titus chapter 1, give us the kind of, of men of character that God said should be leading his people in the church. And what I can't understand for the life of me, Evan, is why people would want somebody who is less morally qualified, their character, how they've demonstrated in their own home, they would want somebody less qualified in the morality issue in public office than they would in their pulpit. And then they complain when they're corrupt because they put them there and say, well, that doesn't matter. What say you about about that kind of thing when we're considering this convention of states and such? You know, the convention of states, you know, has a lot of issues. You know, Mark Meckler, if you just study some of the things that they've pulled off, you know, in, in negative campaigns. Uh, if, if you go to my YouTube channel, Evan, my name's Evan Mulch. You can see it on the screen if you're watching this. 
if you can't see it, my name's spelled E-V-A-N-M-U-L-C-H. You can go to my YouTube uh, channel, and you can see a couple of times where I've called out Mark Meckler uh, during committee hearings for, for things that he's done. And you know, a lot of these, they, they brag about their petitions. And, and one of our um, members in Idaho, who's actually a state representative, you know, she, she figured out that these petitions were phony. And she found out that the names they were putting on petitions were people who did not support the Convention of States. And, and so uh, uh, in South Dakota, there's been a big scandal where they, where they made this guy out to be, this, this one state representative out to be a, uh, a, 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 you know, made it sound like he, 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 he fought a woman at, in, inside the state house, actually. And after videos came out that showed the actual incident, it, that was not the case. But uh, somebody connected with Mark Meckler, Meckler actually ran a um, campaign to expose the state representative. And it turned out to be uh, a bunch of baloney. And it, 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 it helped to you know, hurt this guy's reputation. And it's, it's really sad that, that, that this is the mentality of the leaders of the Commission of States movement but but it can only be expected when you have people like Mark Levin that are leading the charge for the Commission of States. I, I don't know how anybody gets through an entire radio show with, with Mark Levin. I mean, that that guy's attitude is is one of um of one one of grumpiness. And I, I know we have a lot and of arrogance arrogance and too. arrogance. And we have a lot of reasons to be grumpy sometimes, but if we truly believe in God, we, we have everything to be hopeful for, right? Amen. That's right. So we, we have a lot to be positive for because the future looks bright for those that follow God. And the John Birch Society, we, we always tell people, in fact, you know, today somebody joined the John Birch Society. And I said, you know, our requirements are is that you believe in limited government or less governments, more individual responsibility, and with God's help, a better world. And I said, do you believe in that part about doing this with God's help? And the person said, yes. And I said, well, that's the key. Because because for any anybody saying that you have to do things with God's help, that's not, that's a humbling experience if you truly believe that. And that's what we have to do is we, we do have to do with God's help. And the only way uh, to do it with God's help is to understand God and to, to study scripture and, and know what God truly is. And, um, you know, we always tell people that Birch is not church because we don't get involved in the, um, uh, the, the, you know, arguments that take place on dogma and stuff like that. But we just, we just encourage you people do with God's help. And, you know, you, you see a lot of people, I've been doing this eight years, you see a lot of people figure it out along the way. They become better people because of the John Burke Society. And it's so easy for them to see the light and say, oh, you know, thank God I joined the John Burke Society and not the Convention of States Project. Because the Convention of States Project, uh, it, it, it turns people into really ugly individuals sometimes. And I, in fact, I got an email yesterday from somebody who called me. I can't. I don't think I can mention the words on air here, but it, you know, some some um, curse words were used, and I, I just looked at. It and I thought this is this is what I've gone through the past eight years. These are the people I've dealt with. Are people who are angry, they're adult children, and and they they just can't think for themselves. And you know, we should pray for these people because they are these these are lost lost people who who have a lot of issues going on in their life. And, and these are the type of people that look for silver bullet solutions instead of looking at the whole problem and, and doing everything that they can to, to figure it out step by step correctly. And, and we're, going to, we're always going to live with these people's society. But the fact, the problem we're dealing with in South Carolina now is for too long, we've had good people stand, not stand up and do anything. And they're, they're neutralized. They, they know what they, they know the difference between right or wrong, but for some reason they're just not doing enough. I can say we, we do have a lot of members of the John Burke Society. We do have a lot of South Carolinians that are standing up for truth, and I appreciate that. But we don't outnumber the Convention of States project when it comes to an event. Uh, they've got more people than us, and, and um, it's, it's, their age group is above the age of 60 usually at these events. Our, our age group is above the age of 60 as well usually. So it's, it's about the same age group. But, um, you know, Tim, we're not going to get our country going the right direction until people in their 20s and 30s and 40s start participating in masses in restoring uh, Americanism. And, and the, the true I know there's some de- debate with um, not, not really debate, but some talk, I think, with one of the previous callers 
about what uh, Patrick Henry said in all and I, I know I know there's some disputes on the US Constitution on how it was created but what these people wanted were constitutional republics. And if we ever get out of the habit of wanting constitutional republics, we're, we're just doomed for tyranny. And that's the direction our states are heading right now. And so uh, South Carolina, the state that you and I live in, Tim, is a constitutional republic. And it's our duty to, to get people to take action to keep the constitutional republic of South Carolina and to also care about the Federation. There is a Federation that binds the Constitutional Republics, and it's a Constitutional Republic itself. And that's these, you know, the, the United States of America. So um, that's what we teach in the John Birch Society. We teach, we teach people to be constitutional Americanists. And that's uh, something the Convention of States is not wanting to teach their people. Because I'll tell you, Tim, it, and Tim, you haven't said anything in the last minute, but I, I do want to tell you this. I had a member with Jim DeMint a few weeks ago. And he asked Jim DeMint, he said, so if you get this convention of states called and, and, the, and the Constitution convenes and everything's ratified, what are you going to do about the problem of getting people to obey the Constitution? And, and, and this person told me, he said, Jim's reply was, I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, but that, and that's, the, that's sort of what I was getting at when I was reading out my speech, was that people think that writing more words is going to stop the tyrants from trampling over the words that they've already written. Uh, when you and I were down there with Michael Ferris, he had this guy with him, Robert, somebody you could you could name him, I know. Um, but he was a rabid guy, just a rabid guy. And I asked him mm -hmm. the same thing. I said, and and they said, well, they obey the ones that are later. Well, no, they don't. The last one that was done was done what ninety two uh, about Congress not raising their pay and stuff, and they found ways around that, and they've raised their pay what four or five times since then. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and money going in there. So these people don't obey the law because they're lawless. And as John says in the scripture, he says sin is transgression of the law. Now, we're not talking about necessarily the moral law of God, but we are saying these guys, they put their hand on the Bible. They swore to God and man that they were going to uphold the Constitution. And some of the first acts that they do as soon as they get in office is to disobey it and to trample on it and usurp the rights of the people, steal from them and everything else. And so the only way to the only way to settle this, there's got to be a change of heart among the people themselves, because I think our representatives in a large measure become a representation of us. So we've got to have a change of our heart. And then, as you said, we need God's help through Jesus Christ in order to implement what God says that we should be praying for in the first place, which he says, pray that Jesus said, pray that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's yes. what we want to see happen. Uh, Evan, you got about 30 seconds here for the end of the show. Tell people a little bit about where they can find out uh, about JBS and uh, also what you guys are doing about shutting down McMaster or trying well, to get him to veto. Yeah, call, call Henry McMaster if you would. If you, if you call him, you can go to jbs.org, click on the federal alert section, and I think there you've got it on the screen where people can easily take action and call the governor or send him an email. That does help. Go to thenewamerican.com if you would. We've updated the Freedom Index on thenewamerican.com. And you can actually view the scorecards that we have just posted for every congressman in America. Uh, if you see that your congressman is not getting 100%, well, that is not passing. We have to have congressmen that obey the Constitution 100% of the time. If they don't obey it... You need to get a new one because uh, not obeying the Constitution is not okay. Amen. Thank you, Evan. We appreciate you very much. Guys, we'll see you at 6 a.m. in the morning. Lord willing. Adios. Frustrated trying to get of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Both my legs were amputated due to an IED. It's when you start to try to get back into, like, an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost some of my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together. Visit DAV.org to learn more about our mission. Thank you for listening to...